Hi, everybody. Welcome back to our daily podcast, We Go For It. We're sharing stories and observations for the boldly aspiring. This podcast is brought to you by Norman and Advancing Life Projects. Let us help you advance your life project. In this podcast, we embark on a transformative exploration of personal growth and development in order to improve and enhance the results we are getting in whatever worthy endeavor we have seriously chosen and are committed to. Thanks for joining us on our 365-day Best Wishes for You series. This is episode 47, and our wish of the day is, may you have access to and control over the emotional energies required to respond optimally to life's events. Now, this topic, today's episode, is going to be fairly short because the topic itself is one that can just go on and I can talk about this for days. It's so important. So I'm gonna have to try and rein myself in. It's gonna be a relatively short episode today, but I'd be very happy to touch on future segments of this topic. It's a big topic, it really is. And I kinda consider it the topic. And you know, ultimately, what we're talking about here with this particular wish is, is attitude. I remember Earl Nightingale. Well, I remember listening to Earl Nightingale, not back in 1960, but this is when he talked about it. Uh, Earl Nightingale, back in 1960, called attitude the magic word. And he considered it the most important word. Well, what is attitude? Well, attitude is the combination of our thoughts, our feelings, and actions. Okay, that's fine. But, you know, we've heard that before. I'm sure a lot of us have heard that before. It's our thoughts, our feelings, and our actions. Fantastic. But then, how do they combine, and in what order? And I think this is something that, over the years, I've heard people mistakenly address this particular question in terms of the order and I think the question that that we need to answer is can any sequential order suffice you know thoughts feelings actions actions feelings thoughts feelings thoughts actions how does it work well you know I've heard it said that attitude is like a cake you know when you try it you don't extol on the individual ingredients and say oh my god that was really great flour. That was incredible spice. No, no, you don't say that. You say that was really good cake. Well, attitude's the same thing. It's a combination of. However, there is a sequence. There is a sequence, and it is that sequence that enables us to control our attitude. So where does attitude start? And the point when I talk about our control point is the point where we can control our eventual attitude as we face different life's events. As we talked about in, the, in our wish, being able to respond optimally to life's events. Well, it all starts with our thinking. Attitude starts with thought. That's it. It starts with thought. And for the most part, not just any thought, and this is interesting, and it's something I think a lot of people don't notice. I know it took me a long time to really get my head around it and to 
have the patience to allow it to work for me. But attitude starts with our subconscious thoughts, the thoughts that we have made into habits and which we revert to automatically without having to reflect on them. It's those thoughts that we're talking about. Now, of course, we can, and definitely, we have the ability to consciously choose our thoughts. But for the, how could I say, unexamined life or the unexamined mind, if we choose not to pay attention to what we're thinking, then it's the unconscious or subconscious thinking that's triggering our attitudes. Let's, let's be very clear about that. You see, the thoughts that we choose, they trigger mental and physical vibrations. Those thoughts. You know, we, we, we encounter a situation, a thought comes into our mind, it triggers a particular vibration. Now, our awareness of this vibration is called feeling. Now, I say choose, when in fact, once a thought has that impact on our vibration or our feelings, it's no longer really being chosen, especially the habitual things, our habitual attitudes. It was already chosen. It was chosen sometime in the past and often enough that it is now a habit. Okay, this is for the most part. We're talking about different types of events, people's opinions, problems, different challenges, okay? And, you know, we've chosen these, this particular thinking from the past, and we've practiced them. We've practiced them so much that they're now a habit. So when we encounter a particular situation, that particular related thought emerges. Just happens. And this thought then triggers a vibration governed by said thought. It's all automatic, and it happens over and over again on a daily basis. And for the most part, we're not even aware of it. That I'm talking about you, I'm talking about me. And we are so not aware of it that many people, they mistakenly believe that feeling or emotion precedes thought. They're just not aware of the thinking. It is so natural for them. It is so a part of who they are. It's such a habit. But that's not how it works. Thought precedes vibration and feeling. Now, these particular vibrations, when we have a thought and it starts making us, for lack of a better term, vibrate in a certain way, or our body starts to vibrate. Well, you know, these vibrations, they will affect our actions. And we will act in a way that is in harmony with that particular feeling or vibration. And remember, feeling is, a, is an awareness of our vibration. And so when we start with our thinking, it will affect the vibratory rate of our bodies. That vibratory rate will then determine or will lead us to actions that are in harmony with that vibratory rate. We will respond. And if we want to change the action and therefore the result we're getting from that action, then we're going to have to change the thinking behind it. We're going to have to practice different thinking. You see, our attitude, our ability to respond optimally to life's events starts with how we think. And thought is something that we, as co-creators, can absolutely control and direct. It is one of our 
most innate abilities as human beings. It is, in effect, what famed Viennese psychiatrist and Holocaust survivor Viktor Frankl called our final freedom. I would say our fundamental freedom. Thinking makes us human. If you've enjoyed today's short episode, hopefully it was short enough, please subscribe to our podcast to stay updated on our latest episodes. And thanks for following us on social media as well. As we part ways, I share my sincere wish with you. May you have access to and control over the emotional energies required to respond optimally to life's events. Until next time, take care, be kind to yourselves and each other, and remember that ultimately you hold the key. Thanks for your time.